Hi, welcome to New Sincerity, the podcast with honest talk on honest topics. I'm Maddie. I'm Carden. I'm Kelby. What the heck? It's been a while. It's been welcome a long, back. It's been a long time, you guys. It's been like a painfully long time. So, so some things happened. We we were in school. Um, Need and me then, say more. And then exams <laughs> happened. <laughs> and then none of us live in the same hometown. And holidays happened. We all yeah. went home. And and it just went. <laughs> For a really long time. I visited my cats and it was fucking awesome. Oh, bless. Yeah, I visited my, my family and boyfriend, which is not at all the same as cat. And, and your, your lizard. Gecko. And my gecko. You my, fucking asshole. My sweet, sweet <laughs> gecko. I count that as family. Yeah. Spot is family. Aww. I laughed so hard when I messaged you and I was like, you posted a picture of Spot and I was like, there is a striking similarity between the two. I know. I, I knew you would find that very funny. Because the photo that you posted, it was just... Spot is striking. so weirdly uncute for something I find <gasps> so cute. He's so cute. What He's the heck? He's so sweet. He's a leopard gecko. He does not care that I exist at all. I love him <laughs> very much. Um, but basically what it's meant is we've gone way too long without recording yeah. and we miss it a lot. Yep. So we're super excited to be in the new year and to get back into the habit of doing regular recordings. And regular life things. Yeah. Regular life things. That's that happen. been happening. Are we though? Are we though really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so here we are. We were thinking that this would be a great occasion to get, like, you know, a little drunk, a little tipsy. Which, <laughs> so, so step one is done. It's done. Three bottles of wine, almost done. So here we are. Here we are. And it's, what is it, January 11th? Yep. January 11th today, and we thought we would maybe talk about things that we have decided to leave behind in 2019. Theoretically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I do this every year when I'm like, oh, you know, like the past year, like I'm gonna leave like behind like negativity, like toxic people in my life. Or like blah, blah, making blah. New Year's resolutions. Oh, that are New not Year's resolutions, happen. yeah. I, I don't make them because they make me like they just make me feel bad about myself because exactly. I know I won't keep them. Exactly. Also, That's like, the thing. Every single year I've made New Year's resolutions and I haven't kept to them, which has made me feel more bad about myself yeah. than like making them in also, general. Also, like why January? Like why now? Like theoretically, you know it's like New Year, new me, but it's like nothing is changed. It's a social from- contract. Or- <laughs> it's a social <laughs> contract, man. We all gotta make those New Year's resolutions <laughs> it's a social construct <laughs> no but you know what i mean it's yeah. like really like why now why is this the occasion to it's do that? honestly capitalism i'm just gonna throw it out there <laughs> not that i'm dissuading people from making them if no. you can make them and stick to them that's great i guess that's technically what we're doing but i think we're thinking about it more in the sense of like what are things that we have done in the past that we no longer want to do yeah yeah like yeah almost like bad life habits yeah, yeah. to leave behind with 2019 and go into the new decade yes as maybe yeah. slightly healthier, like, like overall healthier people. Yeah. Yeah, I like totally. that. Does anyone want to... So we're basically just going to talk a little bit about what we're leaving behind for yeah. ourselves. Uh, does anyone want to start? Okay, I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> Carden wants okay. to start. I'll start. Okay. So, yeah, like I said before, I'm really bad at, like, setting, like... I, I'm very much a perfectionist and like an optimist in some point. So like I set these massive goals for myself and I'm like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it never happens, which makes me feel shittier. But one thing that I really want to stick to is like spending less like frivolous, frivolously, fuck yeah. (laughs) Frivolous. Frivolous. Yeah. You straight up stole one of mine. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But like, okay. So one really not good for me economically like I'm a student my uh I'm 
privilege to be supported by my parents, but uh, they're cutting me off after this year. So um, I have Don't. to get my yeah, I have to get my shit together within the next year. And you know, I really want to start saving money because I'm hoping to go to like like post grad and or yeah, post grad, post like undergrad, graduate studies, graduate studies post, post, gra- grad, post graduate post undergrad studies. studies. <laughs> Do you know where you're going? I don't know. Fuck if I know. (laughs) So I really want to start saving money. So uh, one thing is, like, I love online shopping when I'm feeling, like, mentally unwell. Mm -hmm. That is literally one thing that, like, oof, I cling to so bad. So I'm really hoping I can find some more healthy for me uh, strategies to help me cope with that kind of thing. Um, Second, it's really bad for the environment. and. If I feel like I do need to like, or I want to shop, or I'm looking for a specific thing, that I'm gonna go to like secondhand stores and like thrift or thrift stores and stuff. So it's better for the environment and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's probably one thing I'm trying to leave in 2019. That being said, um, I did some like mad shopping before <laughs> I fucking came back to Victoria. So like, not off to a great start, but. That's because I was at home, but now I'm Actually, back in my I'm real life. Actually, if I remember correctly, right before we did this podcast, we did a little That's bit of shopping. That's <laughs> Little bit of online shopping that shall not be disclosed. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> in this circumstance. Maybe one day, not today. Um, um, I was going to say, too, I don't know if you find this, like, you were talking about how, like, when you're feeling mentally unstable, you online shop. For me, it's also just, like, boredom. Like, oh, if I'm in a situation I where... I feel stuck. If I'm stuck or, like, if I'm just, like, chilling and I, like, don't really have anything else to do, I'm like, whatever, I'll go into a Ritz. Yeah, it's fine. Just, like, see what's going on. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, man, 60% off sale. You don't say. If yeah, I don't so, buy something, I'm pretty much losing money, you know, which is, like, so stupid and backwards. It's not true. It's not true. Also, sorry. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, like, also, like, I'm really bad for the whole thing where it's, like, you spend less money not buying something than buying something on sale that you don't really Oh, uh, yeah. Need. That's a thing. Yeah. Sales. Sales are stupid. Don't fall for it. It's just a capitalistic scheme. I fall like, for it all the time. Me, too. No, I do, too. But, like, Especially I know. Especially when you realize that the pricing on a sale item is literally, like, it's priced so that it could always be on even a lower sale than it's on right now. Yeah. Like, like it's oh. designed so that it can basically know. say just, the word sale. It, it yeah. sucks like, me in. It does. it does. Do you ever go, like, online shopping and it's like sale and then you click on like it's like all the like subpar items and then there's the items that you actually want you click on it it's like two dollars off yeah and i'm like oh that's a great deal (laughs) yeah um another thing yeah so today so i still have some gift cards from christmas Mm -hmm. but uh when I'm procrastinating, so, like, I have so much fucking homework to do already, I'm studying for the LSAT, like, I have so much stress on me already that I decided to, like, fucking procrastinate today, which I do every other day, but anyways, and I was, like, Sephora online shopping, just putting shit in my cart, you know, just putting shit in my cart. The amount of times I've put shit in my cart that I've never bought. And then, like, exited out and been like, don't ever do that again. Oh, it's so bad, but yeah. Anyways, that's something I want to leave in 2019 to become a more responsible, ecologically friendly, and garden-friendly person. person. Yeah. Um, Me and Maddie talk about this a lot, how... I mean, I don't know if it's, like, you, like, have the same thing or you just, like, empathize with me because I have issues. I don't really know what it is. But it's, like, how, like, I have this whole, like, blackout shopping situation mm. that happens I to do me. sometimes get it. Yes, that I'm trying to put behind me. But it's, like, 
when you're out, you're just like having a good day and you're like, you know, just like, I'm gonna pop into this little shop over here. And next thing you know, you're like $200 deep. You've like spent money on shit you didn't even think that you needed, that you don't need. And all of a sudden you just like hand over your credit card. Cause it's like, it's like, oh, when, you hand over, when you hand over your credit card or your debit card, it's like a little bit less painful than if you're handing over cash. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to put that actual like meaning to like what you're spending it doesn't happen in to me reality. very often, but when it does happen, I just go home and I have such a strong feeling of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel that, so badly. Yeah. It's I like, have a lot of, like, guilt shopping. Yeah. I hate when like, I buy oh. something and I'm not, I'm just not thinking, and then I go home and I'm like, I straight up just spent $250 on yeah. nothing at all. So my, my first one is kind of actually related to this. Like, it's partly about spending, but it's also, like, something else, too, which is the idea of changing my aesthetic in order to feel good about myself or confident <laughs> and for me it's not so much clothing or like items as it is like hair and like mm. piercings and tattoos yeah and like I mean I love my piercings and tattoos and like having fun with my hair but anyone who knows me knows that like every two months for some reason my hair is completely different it's a different color it has a different style I have a new piercing or a new tattoo and that's fun but also expensive and a lot of the time it just comes because I'm I'm bored or I don't feel like myself and I want to feel like myself and I don't know what to do and so you know suddenly I'm getting my hair bleached blonde or suddenly I I have three nose piercings and I don't know why and like like that's something I want to leave in 2019 is being able to like I want to be able to feel like myself and confident without having to make mm. those sorts of like aesthetic changes to myself constantly yeah I feel like we are all enablers of one another. Oh, we're so yeah. bad Maddie, like, Maddie will text a group chat being like, I got bangs again! And then I'll be like, fuck, I need to do something nice. And then Kelly's like, fuck, I need to do <laughs> or something Or, like, I'll text and I'll be like, I'm thinking about chopping all my hair off. And I'm like, cut. fucking do yeah, it! Like, do it! Do, do it! it. <laughs> and Maddie's like, think about it first. But I'm like, do it! <laughs> yeah, I'm both the enabler, but also I'm kind of a mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, maybe just, like, I'm an enabler for me. And yeah, then, then like, you're like, the next minute, you're like, um, BRB, I'm gonna go, like, like yeah, but the red. thing with Maddie, Maddie is just, is such an independent entity that you will text the group chat afterwards and be yeah. like, oh, so I did, so I did this, this, and this. Because I'm impatient. Can we yeah. just talk about, this is not necessarily body modification, but like Maddie showing up today being like, hey guys, just so you know, I signed up for pole dancing class. Yeah. It was so much fun. And we were all literally In that like, instant, we all signed up for pole dancing classes. In unison. Yep. It was a beautiful moment. I was so happy. I didn't want to do pole dancing alone. Yeah. But also, I was just, like I was the fact but also you didn't ask us to do pole dancing like with the, you. That sounded really angry. But no. <laughs> no, no, no. But this, just, this bitch didn't ask. <laughs> no. It's, I, like, it's honestly, like, I'm just so impressed because, oh, like, yeah. me, myself, I am a 100% dependent person. Like, that is something that I will work on in 2020. But Maddie, it's just, it's so impressive oh. that you're like, I'm going to do pole dancing. I'm gonna get my lip pierced. Like I don't give a shit if anybody comes I need, to me. Like I I'm need, gonna do with it. Yeah, I need oh, like at nice. least three different people to confirm <laughs> that I should do X thing. I think for me it's not thing. so much like a strength of character as much as I'm afraid of being talked out of something. Mm. And so I'll do it before someone will talk me out. And yeah. to be fair, you also came with me to get my lip pierced garden. But so. only because I was like, can I please come with you? Let me come. I'm, I'm, I'm getting on the bus with you. Okay, good. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you were there. Yeah. How much did it hurt on a scale from 1 to 10? Uh, 
Eight. I didn't even ask it, you. It didn't feel good. No. I thought I thought it would feel a lot better than it did. I was like, well, you know, I've had tattoos. This will be fine. And then I was like, she got it like halfway through the flesh. And I was like, fuck, that hurt a lot. And then she's like, halfway through. And I was like, there's more. Oh, no. <laughs> this sucks. Oh, no. But yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay, man. the piercer was fucking awesome also. She was so adorable. Yeah. Where'd you go? I kind of fell in love with her. Um, we went to Elemental Body Adornment. Adornment, yeah. That's on, I want to say, like, you Yates, Yates oh, maybe? Wow. Maybe Yates Street in Victoria. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Really awesome place, though. But either way, leaving, for me, leaving aesthetic, like, superficial changes behind in 2019, like, not entirely, but as a means of feeling better about myself. Yeah. Yeah. Is something for me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that also goes for me as well. Like, yes. I feel like after I hear everybody's, like, New Year's resolutions or, like, you know, what I'm leaving behind in, like, 2019, I'm always like, oh, yeah, me too. That sounds great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. Kelby. Um, okay, yeah. So my first one that I wrote down was um, not making my health a priority, which now mm. that I just said, oh. I want, meaning I want to make my health a priority, not I plan on not making <laughs> my health a priority. But I say that in the sense of, like, there's also, like, healthy eating and exercising and all those things that are yeah. important. But, like, a big one for me is, like, right in the beginning of January, I went ahead and, like, made appointments with, like, you know, my dentist, my doctor, like, all these things to do all these checkups that I haven't yeah. done in probably, like, a year or so. That I'm, like, my mom normally makes this appointment for me, but maybe it's time that I'm an, a real adult and I actually do this for myself. Things like that that I'm, like, it's... You think, like, I'm just going to put this off, I'm going to put this off, but it's like, no, you should do these things. You should go to the dentist. Yeah. You should go get tested for STDs. You should go get a checkup. You know what I mean? Like, all yeah. these things that you put off, but they're so important to do. That's kind of funny you said that. So, right before I left home, I realized I was, like, severely iron deficient, and uh, I went to the dentist, and I have four cavities, but oh, it's no. it's not my fault, apparently, like, because <laughs> it's just on the surface, and I grind my teeth a lot, and apparently, like, it just, like, happens sometimes that, like, you get cavities in those places, so I do brush my teeth twice a day. I just, <laughs> I was really embarrassed, first of all, and then, like, the, like, <laughs> hygienist was like, no, it's fine. I was like, okay, great. No, people um, cavities all I had yeah. so many cavities as a kid and I just remember the dentist saying to me like look honestly you do just have like cavity prone like, yeah, teeth no, like you just have like whatever thing. it is like weak enamel or something yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. and I just remember every time I would leave the dentist's office and I'd look at my That's mom so and be like shit. well it's not me I have like cavity prone teeth but also I just eat a lot of candy and yeah. so that's partially yeah. on me and I also like Anyone who says they floss every day is a oh, fuck fucking off. liar. Mother liar. Okay, my mom flosses every day. Her apparently her teeth ache if she doesn't floss. Them. Interesting. I get the opposite. When I floss, my teeth bleed. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's ache. a sign that you don't floss. <laughs> I know. No, that that sounds bad. It is true. I will say that when I do floss, I'm like, wow, I am a holy being. <laughs> I am the thing is, so clean I have like a permanent wire behind my teeth after same, braces, same. and I do not. They, so they give you those like special yeah, floss I don't use sticks those. to thread through, and I'm like, there's. Zero percent chance I'm going I to do that. I wish they gave that to me. I, yeah, like, you my, would actually. My bite is so like fucked up that like even when I got braces, they weren't like my bite wasn't good enough to get the wire. So I was like, great, perfect. Oh, no. Anyways, my mom said that I need to like really prioritize prioritize <laughs> my health in January because I'm like getting like fucked through like the rest of like the schooling year. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, I have not made one appointment. But now that you say that. I'm going to take that from yeah. you. 
I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna fucking make schedules. Yeah, let's let's myself. put that out there. If you're listening to this right now, if you haven't been to the doctor, if you haven't been to the dentist in a while, maybe that's you a just big one. Them up. But I also do want to add that, like, I was having this conversation with you guys earlier, where I went to the dentist today, and I left feeling a little bit discouraged and because like panicked. Uh, and panicked because I I left feeling like they were like okay like basically like you need to get your wisdom teeth out you need to get this like basically a fake tooth inserted like all these different things that are going to cost me so much money and that kind of stressed me out because I'm like okay now I know I have to do these things yeah but it's also good to know and it's also important to take care of yourself and your health for sure and like as much as like Canada has universal health care like health is privilege in some points like yeah it's expensive uh, still yeah dentistry and pharmaceuticals are not covered by the canadian healthcare i'm like 90 percent sure sure. our healthcare covers dental but it's uvic healthcare it's It's not canadian it's like private healthcare yeah oh oh you mean like just okay like like canada universal healthcare yeah um does not and that like is really fucked up and like as as like my parents are weaning me off their money supply i'm starting to like recognize like how much of a disadvantage some individuals are with like not being able to afford um dentistry and well yeah even even seeing like specialists for anything like i was recently at the uh, podiatrist getting my feet looked at and (laughs) i just had literally like what's it called like a consultation yeah and it was like 80 bucks and like a that's consultation. like for 80 bucks and it was like not covered by my health insurance and I like left and I was like fuck but also like it's good that I went and saw this person I feel like so that's maybe... like one fourth a dog what that's that the like... weirdest way to measure a price <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna buy dog it's like oh. one fourth the price <laughs> I could have okay, anyways one quarter of a dog I'm just, I'm just gonna not acknowledge that and move forward um I, so basically as far as things maybe to suggest to anyone listening, as far as like a productive way of like treating your health and like prioritizing your health in 2020, like one approach might be like, if you're a university student, if you're someone who gets some sort of coverage or like, like normally, at least at UVic, I don't know how it is across other universities, but things like STI testings tend Mm -hmm. to be offered like a few times a semester for free on campus. Like just get like... Get in touch with your university, find out when they're doing clinics like that, and take advantage of them. Like, I know I went to one of those clinics last semester, and they did not just, like, a, like, like kind of surface-level, like, swabbing STI testing, but they also did blood work on me. They did a hep C test because I have tattoos and piercings. Like, like that was all free, and they did it in a drop-in session. Like, yeah. just check out what your local clinics offer for you because sometimes it's a lot more than you would think, and you just have to time it out. And that's, yeah. that's big, too, because... We were talking about this earlier, and, like, I've in the past been to, like, go get, like, tested for STIs, and there's, like, different parts of it. Like, I would say, okay, a big thing, too, that I will say is, like, they'll swab you, and I've definitely been to doctors before where they haven't, like, gone the whole, like, length. They've, like, swabbed me and been like, oh, you're good, but it's kind of like, you should get swabbed, you should get... Like, blood, blood tests. tests, you should get your throat swab, you should get, like, all of these things Yeah, get your done. throat, get your ass swab, yeah, get everything like swab. I know yeah. it's uncomfortable, but you know what's way less comfortable is having an STI. Yeah, yeah another thing is, um, like, sometimes uh, STIs, they have, like, a long kind of, like, dormant period yeah. where they won't yeah. show up on tests, so make sure you're getting, like, tested, like, every, like, 
well, depending on like who your partners are and stuff, like I know some are like six months out of having a partner and some are like longer than that. So make sure that you're getting like tested up to date kind of thing because some do have longer totally. like dormant. And I feel like periods. I hear a lot of people, I know this is just turning into an STI talk, but I think it's really <laughs> important, like especially yeah. if people listening are people around our age, but like I, I think I, like I feel like I hear a lot of people who say, like, obviously I don't have an STI because I think I would know if I had an STI. And you like, won't know. The thing no. is, you wouldn't. Like, a lot yeah, of the time... you wouldn't, yeah. Like, like you I would not like know. Like, I feel like 75% of STIs, like, don't show symptoms. Yeah. So, like, if if you're not showing symptoms, like, it's it's still, like, probable. Like and, you norm. know, like... Yeah, yeah, and, like, there's, like, steps to take and stuff, so, like, don't feel like this is, like, yeah. a... And yeah. also, also, I feel like a lot of people kind of, like, avoid that in the same way that you would avoid going to the dentist or the doctor because you're afraid of the results that you're going to get, and... Honestly, I'm terrified to get my cavities filled. Yeah, well, and that's, like, these are all <laughs> valid things, like, those kind of, like, fear around going to the doctor yeah. when you get tested. Those are totally valid, but also understanding that, like, okay, if you get if you go get tested and you get, you know, a positive result for something, like... It's not a big deal. No, no, there's steps to take, and, like, any way that you're, like, like, tested, like, whether negative or positive, like, you can live, like, a full and happy, like, life with It's better to know than to not know. Exactly, Exactly. and the the point of getting tested is that then if it is positive, it gives you somewhere to jump off of as far Mm -hmm. as just, like, taking care of it. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But, yeah, exactly. It's always better to know so that you can handle the situation. Also, sorry, I was just going to say... Let us know if you want us to do, like, a full episode on this because we've been super interested in, like, maybe getting someone, like, a specialist to come in yeah. and, like, be on the podcast and maybe talk about this. Like, because, sexualized health. And yeah, because we think it would be kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 Especially, yeah. there's so much stuff that, like, I mean, I've only, like, learned about in the past couple of years and stuff that I'm still very curious about and so... I mean, I would be very happy to learn yeah. about it if other people are willing to be along for that journey. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, if I didn't, like, take, like, specific classes, I would have not known that, like, some STIs take, like, longer to develop in yeah. tests. You know? So, like, I think it's 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 very, very, very important. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. Heck I yeah. think that we're at Cardigan okay. again. Okay. Yeah. Num- okay. Gotta look at my Number laptop. two, leaving behind in 2019. <laughs> this yes. one... This one I put LOL next to. Um, <laughs> I want to leave behind my perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a hard one. Everybody scoffs at that one. Um, yeah, so I've I've been trying really hard specifically. Um, so I'm gonna be taking the LSAT on, uh, in February, and I want to get a very high score. I want to like you know, get into, like, the net 97th percentile, so that means I do 97% better than anybody who takes it. 97% and better? Yeah. Oh, it's, man. yeah, fuck. Law school, man. Um, <laughs> and so, as I've Sorry, been... Some, some more ASMR for you guys. <laughs> We're just pouring some wine here. All right. <laughs> as ahead. I've been taking the practice test, uh, I've been getting, like, re- like, normal scores but really bad scores for myself and I've had to deal with that I mean the first week of school I cried at least four times a day because of the LSAT and I thought you were gonna say at least four times (laughs) a day (laughs) yeah four times a day and so I I really have to uh, get more in tune with myself and more in tune with like a bigger life perspective. Like yeah. if I fail the LSAT the first time, it is not the biggest deal because you have time to take it again. I have time to take it again, and they take the highest mark, so it's fine. But I just think this like perfection like 
thing is coming out in me, which I know I have, but I'm like, why am I not getting like 170 the first time I took the practice test? I'm like, excuse me, like there's some, something's wrong with these questions. Like yeah. I should be getting a 170. This is not my fault. This is your fault. Yeah. So like specifically that, I feel like that's something that I can pinpoint where like yeah. my perfectionism is really affecting me and affecting my scores because every time I look at it, I'm like, you're fucking shit. You know, like yeah. I, I look at myself, I'm like, you're going to fail this. And it's like, no, I'm I'm still studying for it. Like, you know, like that doesn't make sense if I get 170 off the bat. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm not that fucking smart. <laughs> you Well, first of all, you're super smart. No, but, no, no, but I'm not that smart to get 170 off the bat. You know, like, like that's like, well, yeah, that's, to, that's time and, and practice. Well, exactly. And, yeah, and it's also just like a part of that is not beating yourself up for Exactly, because, you know, like uh, I've, I've, read so many forums and it's like just like don't stress about it like like the, reddit forums that's where i go yeah. when i'm like anxious about something yeah. i'm like going on google into yeah. the depths I like, i've reddit never forum. been on reddit i uh, don't know how it works honestly it's kind of fun it's kind of fun depending but yeah. it's also kind of scary depending so like i don't know what to tell you but yeah so it's like I know my anxiety of being, like, perfect is going to affect my score negatively. So yeah. it's really working on, like, accepting, you know, whatever comes, comes, and, like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So that's, like, specifically what I'm trying to leave behind in yeah. 2019. This but. is great. I feel like we're very interconnected right now. So <laughs> my, yeah. my second one was leaving behind my... How much I care about other people's perceptions of mm. my success. Yeah. yeah. So I am also a very perfectionistic person. This is actually, I had a, uh, a session with my, my therapist this week, and this is kind of the main focus, especially going forward, looking at graduation and going into either like, gradu- like graduate studies or maybe like looking at working for a while and like what I want to do next. And just realizing how much of my life is determined by prestigious opportunities like how much I care about looking like I'm doing something impressive and I think that's like kind of scary is how much I care about like other people valuing like the institution that I attend and the sorts of opportunities I'm offered and the sorts of jobs I work like I mean I'm super happy with what I'm doing right now but sometimes I do wonder like what would be different if I didn't care so much about what other people think of my opportunities and that's something I really want to leave behind is just start doing shit that I enjoy regardless yeah. of whether or not it's, like, quote-unquote, like, I'm impressive. Like, yeah. yeah. That's something I really struggle with, too, because, like, I, I like, since I was, like, I don't know, maybe 15, I wanted to go to law school. I've always, like, been really, really interested in law and, like, specifically after, like, or, like, through my undergrad, I've become really interested in, like, health law and reproductive health law. And as much as, like, I'm so interested in, like, I really want to make a difference in, like, people who may not have, like, access to as much, like, law things as, like, other people, I guess. Yeah. Um, it feels good to be like, oh, I'm thinking about going to law school, you know? Like, oh. it, like it is, a like, a very highly valued career in our society. And, like, I don't know. Like, okay, so a little story. So... My mom like bumped into like an old friend at the mall and I was with her and they were talking and, and they asked me what I was doing. I was like, oh, I, I'm thinking we're going to law school. I'm, I'm taking the LSAT in February, you know, like, you know, you know, yeah. and it was just, it felt good to like tell people that because I know it's highly valued and it's like, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, like my mom like says like, oh, my daughter's thinking about going to law school, totally. you know? So like, yeah. I, I, I totally struggle with that well, as well. I, no, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, just kind of like juxtapose that with like 
because for myself, like, I'm not necessarily planning to go into, like, a post-grad program, mostly because I've, like, struggled on and off throughout my undergrad to, like, kind of achieve the grades that I wanted to, and, like, just basically through, like, mental health things and things yeah. that I haven't figured out till like, later in my degree, but I think one thing I've struggled with is feeling like I need to justify that decision to people so if people are saying like like oh what are you planning to do after you graduate it's like I feel like since I'm not planning to go into like necessarily another institution I I need to feel like I'm doing something that's worthy of that like oh I want to you know um I want to write I want to publish a book I want to do this thing it's like I feel like I need to be setting myself up to do this like grand thing because I'm choosing not to go back to school and that's like it all kind of comes back to, like, how do I want people to perceive me? Like, yeah. I don't want people to think that I'm just not going because I'm not smart enough or I'm not capable. It's because I'm doing some big thing. Exactly. Otherwise. And I think and I think that's a really unhealthy attitude that mm-hmm. I, like, I really want to leave behind because it's something I really struggle with is, you know, part of the reason I want to go right into, a, like, a direct entry PhD program is I think it would be amazing. I think it would be really interesting. But also, like, realistically, part of the reason is because it makes me feel really good about myself to say, oh, you know, I'm thinking of going right into a PhD. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly, yeah. Like, would I feel different saying something like, you know, I don't want to go to more school. I want to be a poet. I want to be, like, a freelance poet, and I want to work whatever job allows me to do that, and I want to be a musician, and, like, you know, and I'm not sure those are things I want to do either, but just, like, allowing myself more opportunity to reflect on what I would really like to do without caring quite so much about what other people's thoughts do to that decision. I really like that, yeah, and I I struggle with that as well, and I think that's, that is also something I want to try and leave in 2019. (laughs) Bye! Bye! Insecurity about my future. (laughs) Literally. Fuck if I'm even going to get into law school, like, Jesus Christ. You will, but either way, Kelvin... (laughs) Um, okay, so my other one was basically sort of related to what you guys talked about in the first place, but, like, sort of different. So I was talking about, um, not budgeting my money, which is related to the impulse of buying and things like that, but in a sense where I used to be really, really bad about just kind of spending money and not really knowing what I was spending money on or, like what I was valuing enough to spend my money on and at the end of the month would come and I'd be like, okay, why do I have zero dollars or why do I have X amount of money on my credit card when I don't feel like I've spent any money this month? So I've started this actually and it's been incredibly helpful and motivating where I have a little journal and I I write down every single purchase that I make. Like even if it's like a dollar purchase or two dollars or whatever, I like write down what it is and why like, or where I spent that money, and then I have a big budget that I made on my laptop that, like, took me a little while, but it was super satisfying, it was on, like, Excel spreadsheets, and I had to, like, figure that shit out, and I was like, ooh, I'm, like, a financial, like, Excel terrifies me, but either go on. Can I just say that Kelly's spreadsheet is fucking amazing, it is, like, it is color coordinated, it, like, it honestly looks, like, fucking beautiful, like, it is, it is so satisfying, (laughs) and it's just, like, I look at it, I'm like, "Mm, yeah, yeah. that really, I don't want to spend money so I can get those numbers right, (laughs) that that really warms my heart, no, I literally made it pink, so it was, like, satisfying to look at, (laughs) it was, it's, it's been one of the best things I've done so far this year, but it's been really nice, like, actually being able to, like, put every single penny I spend to, like, a category, being, like, how much am I spending on, like, coffee? How much am I spending on, um, like, I don't know, like, transportation, like, taking cabs, like, things like that. And yeah. so once you actually start breaking it down into categories of, like, 
what do you value enough to spend your money on, it becomes way easier to save money, mm-hmm. way easier to make conscious decisions about how you spend your money. And that's honestly made a huge difference for me, even in, like, the first two weeks of January. Like, I've seen a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, as somebody who's, like, so I'm, like, making a big life transformation at the end of this year like I'm moving in with uh like my partner Paul and I am going to go to Kelby for fucking budgeting because I wow (laughs) I do not budget at the moment and like as somebody who's gonna like be transferring into more and to a more independent lifestyle like fuck like I'm so stressed like I'm so fucking stressed like how am I gonna fucking pay for rent like okay I do know how I'm gonna pay for rent but like (laughs) just to clarify yeah but it's like you know it's kind of like a a daunting experience and like the fact that you're figuring this out now like is is very impressive because like fuck no, it's like I like I'm feeling stressed for the future. Maybe next month we'll talk. We'll, we'll have a little conversation. <laughs> we'll yeah, I will say I'm very lucky because both of my parents are very like inclined to like be very frugal and like my for example my dad for my whole life has been very good at like saving money and making budgets and everything like that. So I have a really good kind of resource to go to. Yeah, which not everybody does. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I will say that like. I used to literally, like, put no value on that. I'd be, like, I I guess I just used to feel like I don't want my money, or sorry, let me start that over. I don't want my life to be run by money, and that was, like, such a huge fear for me that I just didn't put any thought into it at all. And, and it's it, a happy medium. It was, and there's, there is, like, there's a happy yeah. medium between that, between, like, you don't have to be, like, obsessive about money, but you also don't have to, like, not think about it at all. It's yeah. kind of nice to, like, have some ideas of where you're going. Another thing, too, is, like, I mean, we're all, you know, like, 20, 21, and realizing that, like, <laughs> things like, now is the best time to start saving for retirement, and things like that, that shit stresses Hello. me out, but I I'm just... also, like, it's valid. Like, if, if at this point in our lives we start putting away, I don't know, like, even $20 a month mm-hmm. towards retirement every month, which is, like, not a huge deal, by the time we're, like... 50 <laughs> that shit is gonna multiply invest your money i've been stressed about my pension since i've been 17 years old and i also <laughs> think that is severe anxiety of mine but it also has it has a little bit of oomph behind it you mm-hmm. know like i've got to say and i don't know if this is motivating but like i'm just not really thinking about retirement yet because like the world is on actual fire okay right no, now. That's, that's, like, and i'm just point. like Let's spend all your fucking money yeah. out. I don't know what the <laughs> advice is. That's true. It just, I mean, I feel like that's all my brain because it's just been, like, pounded into me since I was, like, little. It's been, like, save for retirement. Save for this. Save for that. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, like, so important, which is true. But I feel like it was, like, so, like, important when I was a kid. My parents taught that to me. Where, like, growing up, I was, like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to worry about money. Fuck like, that. whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just going to spend Kelly's, my money. Kelly's doing some cute little arm motions. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to buy nice clothes. It's going to be great. Blah, blah, blah. And then now I'm kind of, like, actually, it would be kind of fuck. nice to, like, retire with, like, a little bit of money. <laughs> True. <laughs> Things like that. So, like, you know, like, 
I think it's a great goal, though. Yeah, no, it really is. I, I think that we should wrap up because Kelly's boyfriend has been sitting on the couch. <laughs> Hello, Layton. Watching Netflix on his phone for approximately With a little minutes. in his hand. Yeah. So like maybe let's boy. maybe let's wrap this bad boy up. But it's been so nice to be back here, and we're we're gonna be back here more regularly in this yes. new year. I think by week. I think we decided by monthly. monthly. So two. No, by, by weekly. No, by no, no, because that means two a week. Bi-monthly is two a month. Okay. Yeah. AKA. We're going to, either way, we're going to record twice a month. <laughs> yeah. So uh, every two weeks, we're going to come out with a new episode. Hopefully more guests. Yeah, we're looking stars. at doing some more, um, yeah, some more crossovers. If anyone has ideas on what they'd like to hear, like topic-wise, or also if anyone would like to collaborate with us, anyone in Victoria who it has an idea, yeah, just any wants idea. to chat with us, we would love to talk to you. Yeah, that'd be fucking We're awesome. We're actually, like, super non-scary people. We're so fun. We're They're actually quite afraid of you. other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we would love to get messages from you. So please check us out at New Sincerity Podcast on Instagram um, or DM us with any ideas that you might have. Yeah. Tell a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your foot doctor. Tell your foot doctor. Fuck yeah. Go to a foot doctor. And we hope Go that you to have... a foot doctor, please. <laughs> we hope that you have a great week. Okay. Bye. Bye.